Welcome to the Weekly Review, the radio show where two adults and a bright young mind try to find pleasure, joy and happiness in the world of popular culture. Today we prize open Adele's 30 like a soft-boiled egg of divorce and see what lies inside and we lift the weeping scab off Tiger King 2, the Netflix sensation that doesn't quite know where to turn. Plus we yassify ourselves to the extreme and prepare to face our public. Yes, it's another baffling internet trend that Ma is thankfully on top of. But first, disco. Oh God, I love that song. That is Georgia 24 Hours, the 24 Hours version. Um, and as Andre at the control said, I've played this three times this week and I really don't care. Ma, do you like that song? Uh, I didn't know this song. Like, uh, I haven't been listening to the radio apparently. But uh, um, yes, I, I will listen to it. I, I didn't have the chance to finish it now. so. But that is very That's non-committal. A- okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a blazing ball of yes, it's okay. <laughs> but uh, very polite for of me to say all these kind words without even knowing anything about the song. They're going to put that on the poster. I will listen <laughs> <Yeah>. to it <laughs> later. <laughs> Maybe. Um, all right. So it, it's music criticism time, and um, obviously we have an album of the week every week, and sometimes we go uh, unusual. Sometimes we go quite usual. This week, could it be anything else other than Adele's Thirty? Yeah, we didn't have a, a choice. It was Adele's, and, and that's it. It's Adele's week, Adele's yeah. world, yeah. and basically we, we just live in it. Mm-hmm. Um, although I would contend there were actually some better albums released this week, but nothing... Yeah, but wh- who is your PR team that allows you to put out your your album the same week as Adele's? If I accept your brand is being super underground or something, but... It's it's a bad week to put out an album when Adele is coming back after like what five years or something. Yeah, but then you had Taylor Swift the week before, and was it Ed Sheeran the week before? A couple of weeks before yeah. that, it's a it's a difficult it's, time. Yeah, it's a difficult time. Like whatever, I'm just changing um, jobs. I'm just becoming a cashier or something. Yeah. It must be quite humiliating, you know. You put an album, you're like, do you listen to my new album? Anyone? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, it'd be like you, you wouldn't it? What else? <laughs> it's like living with you. I mean. Not living with you know what I mean, and yeah. that song anyway. Anyway, um, funnily enough, next uh, this Friday, there's absolutely nothing coming out. Oh, yeah, then okay, don't know, it's okay, been... music industry, yeah, yeah, sort out music industry. In fact, our album of the week, um, next week might be obviously this is still to be to be decided, but it might be a Wu Tang Clan offshoot. Yeah, <laughs> can't wait. <laughs> it's it's a good Wu-Tang Clan offshoot, but yeah, it's not quite um, Adele's thirtieth. But uh, thirty, what am I talking about? Um, it, it does make me wonder. I mean, it's a kind of thing that, like, you know, everyone's talking about Adele thirty, and um, 
it's just an absolute runaway phenomenon. It's like the biggest selling album in the United States mm-hmm. in just three days. I think Johan said like it's the because uh, he's given us a voice note for later. Uh, he's like, it's the best-selling fourth album ever, or something like that, which is a very weird statistic. Yeah, <laughs> very complicated, yeah. Yeah. But I've seen, yeah, it has broken a lot of um, records. Like, it's uh, it's Adele. Like, we knew it was going to happen. Everyone would be listening. But I didn't have that much of high expectations. I don't know why I thought, oh... Um, I think I'm gonna like it because who doesn't like her? But it's gonna sound like everything else she's done, and I I think it doesn't sound like everything else she's done. At least the first half of the album doesn't sound like everything else she's put out. Like um, there's a couple songs in which there are which, is, which are my favorites. Um, which there's like a Beach Boys chorus kind of thing. Could you that know. be Oh My God? Yeah, Oh My God, and, and and another one has a little bit of that as well. I think it's Cry... Not Cry Me a River, Cry Me something. <laughs> cry Your Heart Out. Yeah. It, it's interesting you say that, because the, the song titles are very, very, very generic. I mean, like, there's, there's, there's Oh My God, there's Cry Your Heart Out, there's Hold On, Love Is A Game. Um, I mean, it's, it's just incredibly... Well... You could say generic, or you could say these are translating into universal emotions, etc., etc. Yeah, um, yeah. Let <laughs> it's the first one, but let's say it's it's yeah, universal emotions. Yeah, I, I, when I saw people talking about it when the album was not out, but we had the track list. Like, is she making very bad titles on purpose? Like, I'm a I can do that <laughs> because there are very bad titles. Like, I drink wine. Um, no, I drink wine I, is a very good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's actually the best one because it's just like you can go with it. Like you can, nobody thought of that. Nobody thought you can just make a song called "I Drink Wine." It, just, it sounds like a, a first-year English lesson, like <laughs> very, um, very simple sentence. I don't know, but it, it was good. I, I did enjoy the album, the titles as well. I guess. And uh, yeah, well, the, the second half, I, maybe because I have a very short attention span, I didn't pay that much attention, but uh, the, I was very into it at the beginning. I gotta say, I kind of agree with you. I mean, the thing about I Drink Wine is it's got a brilliant title and it just totally disappointingly. I thought it was going to be massive, like, uh, I thought it, like, because I drink wine, <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, as, as long discussed, I'm a bit of a wine mum. And... Um, I thought this would be the song, you know, for when it's, you know, Saturday night and you've had one too many glasses of wine and you're starting to get a bit emotional thinking about your children. But it wasn't really. It was just like, yeah, I, I drink wine. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm with you in that the, I thought, my theory is that Weird Adele is good Adele, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, when she kind of, like, pushes her out a bit, like, Rolling in the Deep is mm-hmm. an excellent song. And I, my favourite two songs on this are the same as yours, Cry Your Heart Out and Oh My God, because they're a bit strange. Like, Cry yeah, Your Heart Out is a bit, like, reggae. Mm-hmm. Um, and but when it got to the second half, my God, it was it was dragging. Yeah, and and I think it's the last um, one. Um, she is feeling um, emotions very um, intensely, I guess. And there's like a part in in which she is like screaming because I I guess. I, the bad part is I wasn't listening to the lyrics, so I was not connecting with her, and I just suddenly it was her um, singing very like in a frustration um, feel. I I don't know how to explain it, and I, it took me by surprise. And then it's the song that ends the album, and I ended the 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 album like losing attention and then suddenly gaining back all the attention because she was screaming, and then the album stops. And I was like, okay, that wasn't right. Like, yeah, I guess. It reminded me a bit of J.K. Rowling, in a way, which is... Have you read Have you, have you read uh, the Harry Potter books? Are you going to ask me if I know what Harry Potter I know is? You, I know you know. <laughs> have you read the Harry no, Potter I books? No, I haven't read it, but okay. I have seen the movies. Okay, well, basically, there's a phenomenon with J.K. Rowling, which is, like, the first Harry Potter books. Um, and I've read about five of them and stopped um, because... Well, for reasons which I will explain. Basically, the first four or so, when she wasn't that well-known, they're really, really good books. 
really let's not get into jk rowling controversy etc etc because yeah anyway um but they're really they're really good books right and um uh they are quite short and tight and well edited and have lots of story and then it got about onto the fifth one i think and she was like massively successful and it was like nobody wanted to edit her so like the the i think it's the fifth book starts with this like massive description of a quidditch tournament which goes on for like 100 <laughs> pages it's like oh god just stop and stop. so yeah that's that's kind of where where I stopped, and I feel a bit like this in Adele. It's like, are you going to tell Adele to to like make a song a bit shorter? Yep. I mean, she you are. Wanted, yeah. She wanted to put out a fifteen minute version of a song. Did she? I did, yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, is this a true story or is she riding the wave of the ten minute version all too well? I don't know. But she did say that in an interview and said that um, the, the the management didn't allow her to to do that for. For the same reasons, Taylor didn't put out the first um, original version of All Too Well. And and now people are like, yeah, we want to listen. I don't remember which one was the one supposed to be longer. I think it, she said 15 minutes, so even longer than All Too Well. And someone's telling Adele to shut up. So Apparently there's a 15-minute version of I Drink Wine. Look at that. Yeah. But that's the thing, like, Taylor's 10-minute song mm-hmm. was, like goes by really, really quickly. And you're just like... I drink wine is like six minutes, and I I listened to it without realizing that it was that long. So, in that, I don't know how I would feel about the fifteen minute version, but the six minutes, I I didn't feel were a stretch of the song. Well, the worst one for me is to be loved, which is the penultimate the, the one. The last one. Penultimate. Oh. Uh, and it's like six minutes forty three. Uh, it's joint the longest song in the album with the last one. And I just found it just totally, totally, totally stretched. And actually, she's singing really well, but the tune's just really dull. It's mm. like, oh god. But I think overall, it's a good album because you think um, like, oh, I do not care as much about this one to a couple songs or or something like that. And nowadays, I feel like if I like one song out of the whole album, it's a good, it's a good successful record and and I did like more than one I liked I would say more than half of them so I think this is a good album for everyone and obviously for Adele what did you think of um track three I think my little love where she uses Mm -hmm. uh recordings of her son this has been a something of a topic of debate in the office this this it week. has been but i feel like i don't have much of a say because I'm, i don't have children you have so a say you're I a have person a say, but you I exist have, yeah but i'm a bad person if i had children i i would have children for the main purpose of bringing them to all the talent shows and exp- making money out of the chil- uh, children and, and having them on all the adverts of diapers and everything I could make money out of the children. So um, I I can put him in my record to, to make people feel sad for me or something. I, I would totally do that. But once again, I don't have children, <laughs> thankfully, apparently. Um, so I, I don't disagree with her. See now, Johan was very much in in favour of this, and <laughs> I disliked it entirely. It felt, I mean, like I'm not going to tell anyone what to do with with their child because, frankly, um, you know, not my child. You can kind of do what you want, but it just felt a bit exploitative for me, yeah. and it just felt like really performative, you know. And also, my point is that I'm going to make, and I've made this before, so please excuse me. But like, if you like the whole thing about voice notes, like fine, and they're the texture of like many albums, that kind of thing. Um, even though that Facebook one on on Frank Ocean, I love that. I can't stand <laughs> I that. that. I can't stand With that. French accent. Like, Why do you like who that? Who is this man? I don't know. It's so ridiculous. He's some French house producer. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I thought he yeah. was a random. I didn't. No, well, okay. I think I think like basically his big thing was like, yeah, yeah, I was on the Frank Ocean album, <laughs> and yeah, but yeah, like talking about meeting girls or something like that i can't exactly remember i can't stand that song that's my least favorite you you like it i can't believe it because it's so horrible okay right 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 wouldn't you rather the album didn't have something horrible (laughs) but it takes god so you have my respect for that all right okay but all right my i don't mind voice voice messages that kind of thing in albums generally but like it feels like it's kind of slightly cheap Right, let, 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 let me put this, this it way. It is, right. <clears throat> but why not? <laughs> because right? if you if the song is good enough, surely the song should say it all. But maybe if we didn't have that voice note over it, 
It wouldn't be that good. It we would be felt. No, weird. but it wouldn't be that good. That's the point. Well, Why not just well, write a better then song? Then put the baby on it. <laughs> no, just bring the baby. Or, or write a better song. You don't have to put your child on yeah. it. If it's not that good, we have to spice it up somehow. We have a baby here. <laughs> all right, all right. Bring the baby on. <laughs> I think he's nine. <laughs> well, um, he's losing Angelo. time, so we have to exploit him now. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Let me put it this way: What does she do on her next album? Like, she's already gone that far. What's the next time she's got a bad... She can't, she can't just bring him on again. What's she going to do? Punch him in the face? <laughs> <laughs> we'll have this to wait and see. punching my son. I, I... Interlude. Punch <laughs> <my son. laughs> take yeah, <laughs> take that, Frank Ocean. We're going even further. Uh, should, we, should we have a quick listen to what Johan has to say? Yeah. Johan has to say about this. All right, because he brings up a few things that I want to, I want to go on to. Right, Andre, please cue Johan. Hi Mar, hi Ben. Sorry I couldn't be with you today, but thanks to audio technology I can kind of be there in spirit. Now, Adele's 30 is our album of the week and it's already become the biggest selling album of the year in three days. Upon first listen, it didn't take long for my eyes to get a bit misty listening to track 3, My Little Love. I wasn't really even paying attention, but when she starts talking into her audio notes app, telling her child about why she isn't with daddy no more, my heart started quivering. Now, I know Ben was horrified by this cheap exploitation of her private life, but when you've sold enough records to buy your own private continent, I think Adele has the most official license to milk her diaries and turn them into massively commercial pop songs. I think it's even her duty to spill her beans, because there are so many Adele's in the world, but without her talent and gifted voice. Not just female women. <laughs> Many men, too, who need someone to turn these mundane woes into power ballads you can sob to while picking your children up on the day that you have the shared custody date thing. Anyway, it may seem perverse to record private conversations with your kid to use on your pop record, especially when the kid isn't within the age of consenting his voice to be used for commercial means. But... Didn't Matthew Herbert sample Danny Siciliano's pregnant belly sounds on bodily functions? No one asked that fetus if he or her she gave their permission to be sampled while they were still in the womb? Wasn't that considered art? Then why can't this be considered art? The smartphone, its immediate availability and its ready-for-action camera and microphones allow for us as humans to capture sporadic moments of truth and authenticity. Moments you can't recreate later on from memory with the same level of veracity. And, as she explained to Zane Lowe, it was her therapist who suggested she record her thoughts before sharing them with her child, to re-listen to them later on and make sure she wasn't revealing too much information that could have a negative effect on the child. Adele is so honest, you see, she's afraid she may say too much, like most of us, when we've had too much wine at a dinner party and begin sentences with, I'm not a racist, in fact I have many Arab friends, but... Ugh. Anyway, she also admitted that she liked it when Tyler the Creator or Skepta used audio note recordings on their albums, which is interesting because 30 as an album does remind me of other notable commercial hip-hop albums where there are different formats and sound textures like Frank Ocean's Blonde, you know, with the Facebook story, that kind of stuff. Anyway, it's just the way records are made nowadays. Um, Cry Your Heart Out was my immediate favourite song with its reggae-ish drum rhythm, which may remind, or not, some listeners of Bob Marley's I Wanna Love You. Think about it. And it also reminded me, for some reason, of Lauren Hill's Do Wop That Thing because of the harmonized vocals. Mm, I expected more from a song called I Drink Wine. Like, it's obviously going to be played to death at Wine Mom Hour when the kids have been put to bed, but I actually expected a chorus with the words I drink wine, chanted like some sort of high-note Chardonnay anthem. Instead, well, it's a very North American bar closing time vibe, like a Randy Newman song. Meh, didn't think much of it. I expected more. Uh, the other song that made me look up and stop what I was doing and feel a little bit embarrassed about myself was Woman Like Me. I think every partner who's allowed him or herself to cruise on autopilot in their relationships for a while will feel a pang of guilt. It is a hymn to rile up the partners who have fallen into a bit of ennui. But the lyrics of It's so sad 
a man like you could be so lazy. Oh, wah, bang. Now, I know the context for this song is about relationships and people letting them become stale or whatever, but I happen to be the laziest person I know. And I kind of accepted it as not entirely a bad thing. But hearing Adele sing that line just hit real hard. Now I'm ashamed and I need to rearrange cupboards and make my girlfriend pancakes for breakfast again to escape the shame and feel a bit less guilty for being the closest a human has ever gotten to becoming an oversized walrus in perennial hibernation. And overall from that interview with Zane, I absolutely loved hearing her say this. Yes. See what I did there? An audio within an audio. It's like Shakespeare when he'd write a play within a play. Am I a genius? Not really. But if Adele can put audio notes on her album and sell shitloads of it within three days, I can't be far off from handing in a masterpiece of some sort. <laughs> Private island, here I come. Anyway, so there you have it. No point in reviewing much else. It's already making history as a, the most successful fourth album ever released of all time. So good for her. Good on you, Adele. And um, nah, enjoy the wine. Bye bye. Marge, did you hear that? Adele diss TikTok. We're not gonna talk about. Yeah, that. we are. Come on, <laughs> what did you think about that? Come on. Um, I'm surprised. I think she, I, I would assume she understood TikTok better than the app for kids. I, I, there's a lot of. I feel like everyone is in there. Like people their age, people my age, his, her kid. Um, everyone is on there. So and her songs are popular on TikTok too. So she must know that. But yeah, we're waiting for you to join. Adele, you will like it there. I just found I just found it quite annoying because like you, I mean, I Pink Pantheress to go back to the same example. Mm -hmm. But damn it, why not? Like there, I find more emotion in one of her one of her like songs that lasts a minute than I do in you know um, pretty much. The six minutes, what is it? Six minutes, 43 of, of To Be Loved. The concept you know? of authenticity versus not authentic and, and having technology to do something with it is like, okay, but it's 2021. <laughs> what, uh, did, uh, did you not get the memo that we are way past that concept of like, oh, this is more authentic because blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah, I, I I found I found that slightly annoying, and also it's like she uh, she kind of seems to be implying that that she's the one making music for mm-hmm. like people who are older than TikTok, which would be me. And it's like nah, nah you're, not, you're, not, you're not making <laughs> because uh, it's interesting. All right, she's thirty three, which is which is a bit younger than me, but you know she's got a kid, so probably I'm I'm you know somewhere round about the mm-hmm. you, the audience toggle what she thinks, and it's like I'm not I'm not listening to Adele very much. Thank you very much. Anyway, I wanted to ask you briefly. Um, she made Spotify make make the shuffle button disappear. I I heard. Well, I saw that on like the news, the, not the news on TV, but um, and I was like, okay, I I kind of agree. I don't know how to feel about it because maybe I if I listen to an album, like I want to listen to this album, which is not always, but sometimes, um, I don't put it on shuffle, but. Thinking away the option, it it feels like kind of radical. Like ah, maybe now I want to listen on shuffle. I don't know now that I don't have the option. But today, while I was listening to to the album, it actually kind of is still there the 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 way to shuffle the music because maybe it's not when you press play that you can automatically shuffle it. But once you are, I well, you don't have Spotify. Um, I do, I do. Oh, I thought you were like an Apple Music. I also stand. have a Spotify account okay. for for work. So when you have the the full screen of of the the song you're listening to, you can still click on the shuffle button. So it's kind of there's a slightly it's a slightly more difficult to shuffle it, but you can still do it. So it's like oh okay, it's kind of symbolic in a way. Uh, but do do you think like 
do you care much about like album orders, track listings, that kind of thing? I have a sp- like a few albums in my head that is like no, I have to listen to from beginning to end to listen to the full story. But others, I just can. I, maybe there's not a narrative I care enough, or or to me it doesn't break as much the album. Maybe it. She said the the artist um, she wanted to remove the the option because artists put a lot of thought in the order they're in. But I. I feel that in some albums and I don't feel it as much in some others and I don't want to take um, out of the artist's intentions and everything, but I guess everyone has their their own, I don't know, but yes, I understand what she means and I I agree with, with what they've done. Like it's kind of a symbolic act for us to be reminded that, oh, she wants it that way, then so be it. I love the way that she just she gets them to do anything. You know, it's like, no, I don't want the shuffle button. And they're like, all oh, right, yeah. okay, we'll get rid of the shuffle button. Don't worry. And they did. Yeah, it's, it's pretty impressive. It's quite a girl boss move. It say. is. Talking <laughs> of which, have you seen the series called Girl Boss on Netflix? Um, I think we talked about it. Did I haven't. We? Yeah, we talked about it on the Girl Boss week we had. <laughs> Uh, about Sofia Moroso's Oh yes, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched an episode of it last night. It's the most wretched thing I've ever seen. It's amazing. Absolutely. Very girl boss of Netflix to have a very bad show <laughs> of <laughs> It's it's so 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 terrible. Um talking Netflix, we're, we're, we're going to get to that next. But let's just have a brief list. I think we all agree that Oh My God is our favorite mm-hmm. song. Yeah. Well, let's have a little bit of Oh My God. Adele with Oh My God, proving once again that Weird Adele is the best Adele. Mm-hmm. I think we can... We can. Yeah, the, the kind of weird that I can get to it. We're not saying it's a hundred gags kind of uh, weird, no. <laughs> but but yeah, that really would be something. That I can't wait for for it to happen. There's a very good drum and bass remix of an Adele song, which I also played on the radio this week. But oh, you obviously weren't listening to because you're doing doing something better. <laughs> I'm getting dragged on this episode. Uh, yeah, I will listen to everything <laughs> we said. I would listen to. Okay, good. <laughs> No, we, we were, the, the plan is to talk a little bit about Tiger King 2, but I think we're slightly stymied because, like, Johan has seen it um, but isn't here. And I've seen it and I thought it was goddamn terrible. And you've seen something that seems like a lot, a lot better. I, I feel like the fact that we wanted to talk about it, yet we don't have anything much to say, says a lot about what you have to know about the show. Like, what? The, well, the the thing I saw because I tried to watch the actual show um, on Netflix. I it was um, the weekend. I was like, it's time to watch Tiger King too. I'm on the mood to watch something rubbish like this, <laughs> and I just couldn't go through the second episode. I fell asleep instantly. It's like I knocked out. <laughs> there was something on the air because of that show that knocked me out immediately. I couldn't make it through it. It was that level of I don't care. Like I get the gist of it. I've seen the first season. It's just the same. I I I get the idea of of white trash. Now now what else? So uh, and I know we were going to talk about it, and I didn't make it through the second episode, <laughs> so I didn't want to come here unprepared. So I watched the, I don't know if, if you know, on YouTube, um, the Netflix YouTube channel has a, a series in which they have drag queens, my favorite drag queens, and sometimes other special guests, um, Trixie and Katia, react to um, shows on Netflix. And and they reacted to Tiger King 2, and I feel like that's, that's all the information I needed. That's much more fun than watching the actual show. And uh, uh, yeah, I, I feel like I I don't need to watch it anymore. Like I got all the information. It was exactly what I thought would be. But at least I got to see Katia and, and Jinx in, in this episode, not uh, not Trixie, um, talk about it and be very funny. 
about everything that was happening. Do they have to be nice about it? Because no, right, <laughs> good, good, good. All right, no. what do they say then? Um, they 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 were like mm. baffled uh, about everything about the fact that every every single scene is people talking about how they want to kill um, like all these people who have um, tigers and stuff in in middle america or i don't know exactly what it is they they're all the time with guns and stuff and saying like oh if an animal um protector how do you call it animal yeah animal welfare officer yeah, or something welfare, like that. yeah. whatever comes near me i'm gonna shoot him in the face i'm gonna <laughs> blah 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 and and all the time they're talking about killing people all the time like oh i'm gonna kill Carol Baskin, oh, I'm gonna do whatever, and and there's basically, as I think Jinx um, says it uh, by the end of it, she feels sad about the Tigers because they got very little airtime throughout the season. <laughs> there's basically one tiger there, and and in the background, but they don't pay much attention to yeah, the like, fact that it's about tigers. It's really not about tigers. Like, there's no, there's no tiger. Do you know what? Right, I've just gone to the Netflix uh, YouTube channel, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I think they have retired this particular episode no. of uh, I Like to Watch with Trixie and Katya. Maybe I'm wrong, but I uh, am I being, I'm being really stupid, but I can't see it. And when I go to the list, it does say that there is one video that is unavailable. So maybe oh. maybe you can't, <laughs> you can't be I, I rude about it. Um, I, I don't know. But anyway, I kind of agree with them. It's so, like, it, it just seems like it's a... It's a it's a show in search of of a of a point. Like, there's no, there's literally no point to it. It's just like, all right, here's one. Like the first episode is about all the media reaction to it, and then, then it goes into this like really rubbish kind of true crime thing. Yeah, basically. it's like I don't really care who killed the this husband of Carol Baskin. Like, I'm here for her. Like, yes. Queen, I bet you had your reasons to kill that man. And, I'm, uh, I don't and if think- you got away with it, I'm super happy for you. I don't know the, I don't understand the hate. I don't under, I don't care about the case. I already got the gist of of the idea of what uh, these kind of people are capable of. And and yes, now there's a guy who's super rich and trying to get Joe out of jail. Whatever. Um, I'm just. I think it would have been much more a better idea. An hour long or an hour and a half special of where are they now? And and I would have watched that so intensely. Like, oh, I want to know about where are they. But a yeah. full season with, um, I don't know how many episodes. Well, of- it's only five or something oh. like that. Or <laughs> well, no, that's it felt longer. Like, oh, it God, didn't it? Yeah. Infinite. And it's like, I don't really care. And I've seen, because of, of the... The episode of Katia and Jinx is still up if you want to watch it. Yeah, no, you sent me the link. Thank you. I I don't know. And I've seen that they touch on new people. Like, there's another woman, like, that also has these tigers and stuff. It's like, I don't care. I don't... I don't care. I think it was something so much of the time we were all quarantining. We were all going a little insane. Now we're... We passed page or we moved on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like mm, it's too much of a stretch, and and they I think they live like an open ending, like oh maybe we do season three, and it's like no please <laughs> just stop it, stop it, it's it's already getting dragged on too much. I think we should say that Carol Baskin almost certainly didn't kill uh, Don, her her ex her ex husband. Yeah. I I like I I just thought that was really weird. I thought it was really unfair actually. Yeah. It was just like basically piling in on her this whole kind of thing. Like the police have investigated it. And kind of are investigating it, in, and like you know, um, they probably know know what they're up to, and just all these like like rip. The, oh, you won't have seen it because you didn't get that far. <laughs> but there's like this sort of like YouTube commentator personality called like Ripper Jack, who's really into like, and I can't stand people like that who are just like, oh, well, I, in fact, I've I've really really gone off like true crime things. I can't I can't stand them, you know, because it's just like going into all these little things, really exploitative and really quite quite horrible. So I didn't it like is. that one bit. Um, and yeah, I'm, I, th- I think I'm, I was going to say I'm team Carol, but I'm just team no one. I'm, I'm team, team like, no one. Yeah. Don't yeah. make, don't make any I'm more. team no one. I enjoyed it the first time. Now it's a bit of a stretch for me. To, I, yeah. I, I'm going to have to see what, uh, Trixie, <laughs> uh, no, Katya and Jinx. Where did, yeah. I, get, where did I get Trixie from? Um, uh, because it's normally Trixie and Katya, but oh. uh, in this episode, Trixie is not feeling well. So we have Jinx. Oh, good. Who's also very good and funny. 
Uh, I, there's a comment underneath the their YouTube video which says, oh, this no doubt is infinitely better than the show reviews. <laughs> yeah. We've got to stop putting cameras on homicidal idiots. <laughs> like, <laughs> that yeah. has to be my comment. <laughs> All right, we're going to listen to... Well, this was a song that was in the Tiger King 2 trailer and people got very uh, angry about because people just get angry about everything, don't they? Um, uh, it's Liza Minnelli, maybe this time. Maybe this time I'll be lucky. Maybe this time. Ah, uh, Liza Minnelli, maybe, maybe this time. Why are people so angry about that? I, I don't know that. I didn't hear about the controversy the, of what people don't like Liza. Or? Well, basically, I was looking up um, a song to play, and I was looking up Tiger King season uh, two. Um, song and one of the very first thing that came up was like what is the tiger king season two song and why are people so angry about it and it's that oh. it's like a song from from cabaret they used it in some trailer people go, it's rubbish it's fra- liza minnelli is rubbish well they're okay whatever i think they've shown they don't have i feel like we don't share interests much with the people <laughs> that would say it's rubbish so no I'm, I'm i'm team liza i reckon on that one all right so Internet phenomenons. This is this is this is a really really good one. I mean, you you reckon this may have already passed, but I <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. I'm one hundred percent one hundred percent up for it. Yassify. Yeah, I feel like well, our show is the weekly review, and I feel like trends last for a week, so it makes sense that by by when the trend is dying, we have reviewed it. So we're still on it. Like maybe it is dying. Maybe next week. Um, all of these that I will be talking about will have disappeared and died out because it already is. But it will be down on history in, in this episode as we review it right now. Well, also, can I just say Yassify Bot, who we're obviously going to get to, is still is still tweeting away. There was a new Yassify Bot yeah. just 10 hours ago. So, you know. But there was like an interview in which um, he said um, that he's not going to pay for another month subscription to the app that Yassifies. <laughs> so better like the one that he puts up now because it's not going to last forever. So, yeah, what are we talking about? It seems like we're just making up words and making nonsense <laughs> yes maybe we are but the internet this week has been yesified away which doesn't make sense at all uh, this sentence and i will try to to make sense of what we have just been saying and as i try to explain this trend which is completely not completely but a, a bit impossible to like explain twitter trends to people who are not on Twitter and through a podcast which is just talking. So this is like a, a very hard job for me to do, but I, I will You do. can do it. You can I do can it. I can do it. Um, yeah. I'm here in the trenches fighting for my life to explain this trend to people who don't have Twitter, maybe. So it all started, um, or at least is when I first saw it, um, when a Twitter user, which I don't have the name written off, um, made a meme out of a screenshot of the scene from Hereditary. Have you seen the movie? It's like a horror movie. No, um, I really want to, actually. It's the person who did Midsummer, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. That very famous um, horror movie. Um, everyone's watching it except you, Ben. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I was too busy watching Tiger King 2, like we were meant to. Yeah? Okay. Thanks. I, kind of, I watched this five are... episodes of that. Nonsense. Well, um, in Hereditary, um, we have... Tony Collette, um, who plays the mother, and there's a scene in which she is totally distressed. She has just finished screaming for her life, and she looks devastated. And this person took this screenshot of Tony Collette looking devastated and turned it, put it through so many fil- beauty filters um, from face tuning and face up and all these apps um, to, to face tune your face that she turned her in kind of an Instagram model, you know, the look, the stereotypical look of big lips, contoured makeup, mega filtered up face that to the point which it was basically a different person, but it was Tony Collette still, but filtered through an extreme that it was just hilarious because if you've seen the movie you know the the, the emotions there and then you see the the filtered version and it's it's just a con- juxtaposition that it's um hilarious um 
So that became um, so popular and it went viral because it's very funny um, that it inspired uh, someone to create a whole account <laughs> to yesify, which is how we call the, this this um, Instagram modelification of people, um, which uh, um, which of course the, the main purpose of, of this account, which is called the Yesify bot, which in a week or so has gained a hundred and thirty one um, k followers on on Twitter. So mm, <laughs> uh, we are very invested in this trend. Apparently, we are all into it, and and its main purpose is to Yesify pictures of celebrities and characters uh, using this app this app um, called FaceApp, in which you can change your face and and put it through so many f- beauty filters that you turn out to be the, the this Instagram model look that we all know now because it's apparently our beauty standard. And I bet you still have many questions um, ex- because explaining the meme of like which is basically an image um through just talking can be a challenge but i'm going to get there i'm going to to try to make it make more sense even though the as stupid as the trend can look and and be which is basically the point of it to 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 be complete absurdity and 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 that's it um uh, there's a few layers that to fully understand why is it so funny and why what is behind this this n- not nonsense but yeah nonsense why is it called yesify we're going okay, we're going okay, together okay, okay, we're okay, going good. together there's it's it's it actually has a a very interesting explanation of and why we call it yesify even though it's not thought of it's just it comes organically but if you think why is it funny to call it that way? There's a, a, a very interesting explanation. Um, well, of course, every trend that's popular, every trend we have explained um, in this podcast, um, Internet Trend, is created by queer creators um, on TikTok, on Twitter, on Instagram, because all the relevant ones and the actually funny ones are, are created by, by the queer community. And what yassification um, satirizes is two main aspects, I feel like, um, in which, like I said, are very interesting to talk about because as much as it, as it is a funny meme or trend, it actually has also very interesting kind of background and commentary that, that it satirizes. And the most apparent one and obvious one is a comment on influencer fatigue and influencer culture and Instagram model look and and all of that. So obviously taking a picture of Abraham Lincoln and facetuning it to the point that it basically looks like Angelina Jolie or taking the painting of um, Saturn eating his son. Oh my and- God, that was so good. <laughs> oh my God, that, that was the one that really got me. Yeah. I'm putting it through so many beauty filters that this painting ends up looking like it could be an Instagram model as well. Um, <laughs> it's it's a, a um, it's obviously satire. Um, it, it doesn't have to be explained. Um, and it comments on today's culture of um, filtered influencer culture and the bizarre beauty standards we have all set up us upon and 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 w- that we're living under. And we're like, yeah, okay, that that's normal. But we have to to go to the extreme to satirize it to be like wait a moment like as we all know gen z is the most brilliant generation it's just i feel like um, my purpose here on earth is to be gen z's spoken person and and so it makes sense that it's them and their sense of humor that once again takes something that is actually horrible and and puts it in front of us and 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 reclaims it like look look how ridiculous we're being at taking and at accepting these beauty standards or at at acting like it's normal that we go on social media and and see all these images that have been digitally edited and and modified to to this point and and we act like it's it's normal to to see and and receive these beauty standards and on our feeds and and by putting it to this extreme of ridiculousness and stuff it's like reclaiming this misogynistic ages beauty standards and saying stop like it's just it's just funny like look at how ridiculous we are if we take this seriously and i love it um because we have to to take it like maybe now um we have 
this week that we have all been laughing at it. But we have to remember these apps exist um, and have been uh, out there for a few years and people actually use them for for not for f making memes and stuff but for themselves for their social media like not only celebrities like the Kardashians we all know it all their images are very filtered and digitally edited but um normal people ordinary people use them as well it's everywhere it's like our standard and and i i think it's important that um we we have trends or something like this that allows us to stop and 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 make fun of it because it, it is funny but also makes us think of what we're going um through or the path we're taking which is insane and and very uh, uh, that i don't know can be very detrimental to the brain of of a person who who is on on the internet constantly like not only me but people younger than me who who are getting used to living in the world and 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 absorb a lot of i'm not saying younger people are are, are stupid and and will get everything without questioning it but it obviously messes up your brain a little bit and yeah i the, think uh, yeah this is the the one of the most important parts of it to touch on this influencer culture we're all in it's like FaceApp and FaceTune yep. you mentioned, which are kind of apps are basically... Um, th there was, I remember the massive trend for making yourself look old. Recently. Yeah, but uh, uh, that's it's just like, oh, imagine you would look like this if you're old. But there's tools in it um, in which you can retouch your skin or maybe make your waist smaller or maybe make your nose snatched or... Stuff like this. It's not like, oh, look, look how fun these images of, of how my child would look if he was an older man. <laughs> this is totally un not not dangerous to anyone because nobody is expecting <laughs> your child to obviously be like that. But it, it's it's uh, it's the, the the stuff that can be detrimental to to the, our day to day um, and our beauty standards and perception of the world that that we have to look up. Mm, closer and and be aware of it and not let us be taken away of, of reality because that's what we have to be aware of this is not reality and the second step the, the second layer of this um, meme or trend or whatever you want to call it is actually related to the title why do we call it yatification very and good point i don't know i i'm gonna um try to explain um very fast um it it that's a second layer which I didn't really thought of at the first time, but it's very interesting, which is the loss of meaning of words. Um, calling it um, yesification when we put an, an extreme beauty filter um, is not only funny, but it also reference, references the the loss of meaning um, when we use a lot of uh, slang language of queer communities and we use it just because and and maybe we misuse it we we constantly have it as a mainstream um language and it's actually part of, of a community that it did have a scent it did have a meaning on the beginning but now it has been so overused and and so misused and stuff that it just like uh, the word has become complete nonsense and void of of meaning and um the meme the the trend itself is to con to embrace ridiculousness like i said but also in this semantic way and a, a BuzzFeed article that i read about the about the trend actually encapsulated perfectly um what what justifying um meant for the lgbt community because it said most of the fun for the lgbt community involves being being aware of the artifice of per of this of this performance as well as the to the extent which outsiders from straight people to corporate brands on social media then try to participate on it so it's straight people and and brands that that make loose sense of of the words that were part of a of an identity of a culture and stuff and the term yes or yes queen which is the yesification comes from the root um did originate in 80s ballroom culture in in the states but it slowly became mainstream because of um rupaul's drag race or stuff like this it ended up or lady gaga which is good because it, it means um lgbt community it's not like an underground thing but uh, um it also made it so that words sometimes end up losing um um it's 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 meaning and it's just nonsense and now it's just 
something that brands or people that don't really understand use and I feel like gay people now would not use the word yes at all it's just like a, yeah, and if they do it's like a making fun of it it's like a campy way of being aware of how ridiculous it has become to say yes and it was um, during Pride Week actually there were a lot of TikToks um, making fun of how slang um, language um, of queer communities has just become nonsense because of brands and companies oh. trying to 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 become like allies to their to the community and, and there was one that I love and and a lot of people reference always which it was like a girl going like pretending to be a brand like hi gay <laughs> pride week pride month is happy pride month we're sashaying away with deals and it this encapsulates the feeling of how the, the it, there's not much go like i don't know how to explain it like you can use um but this this word and and if you're not part of the community you're just feeding into like them becoming void of of meaning and and it's not only companies it's also like people like me who have seen like a thousand episodes of RuPaul's Drag Race and then you try to to portray yourself as an ally to someone and then you're like hey queen <laughs> yes mama um and all these these words and and it's like no you're you're just making a fool of yourself and it it's just funny so basically to to round up um all of this, um, the just yesification <laughs> meme is about the loss of touch of, of reality in a world in which nothing really seems to make much sense anymore. And instead of crying about it and and being depressed of how we're in a world that doesn't make much sense anymore, and um, not only because of the beauty standards but also a, a lot of <laughs> stuff. Um, but instead of of being depressed about it and being like, oh, okay, we're all going to to shit, um, gay people are, and people on the internet, which is basically the same thing <laughs> in my head, um, are like, yes, queen, <laughs> reality, this is where we are. So let's make memes out of it, and at least let's laugh at how ridiculous and uh, and acknowledge through it, um, everything is, and that's all I need to keep going, and that's why I love the internet and and. I love that every week there's a ridiculous trend like this because it, not only it is funny, but once you you like look a little bit deeper, like when we talk about um, girl boss, gaslight, um, gatekeep, or the bimbofication, or all these trends which are originated in queer communities have a deeper layer that's always a commentary on something that's going on, and I really. Um, enjoy all of them and I love the internet once again and I can't wait to see what will be going on next week. See I agree I totally agree with this because like when you look at it at first you just like it kind of seems funny and but it does it it kind of genuinely makes you want to find out more of what's going on like when when like when you you introduced me to them which was I must confess I think like a couple of days ago <laughs> I was like what what is this and like you know you, you kind of seen like okay well why 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 are they doing this and I think you've just given the perfect kind of explanation would I be right in saying it's got like uh, obsolescence built in so like the people who started doing this like you said the person who does yasify bot is just like yeah I'm not doing it anymore yeah. you know I'm not I'm not paying yeah, anymore yeah because uh, it's uh, it's understand once you are this level of internet person to say so like once you create a, or are engaged in a trend to this level you also it means that you understand the the internet in another level and you're not going to pretend that this is going to last forever you understand this lasts uh, a, a few days uh, a week a couple of weeks uh, at most and and then we move on to another thing it doesn't mean it's it's lacking of of interest or or importance but it means that's how the internet works we're really into something for a week and then we move on but it doesn't mean it's less important or we didn't engage enough it's just how it works do you know what it makes me think of what? do you remember like th there are people who do sea shanties that are now signed to major <laughs> record labels and they're trying to work out what on earth to do with them and yeah, I feel I feel really bad because that was fun, wasn't it? Sea shanties for a week or so. Everything on on all the trends that become viral become viral for a reason because they're really fun. But we have to understand what virality, what the internet, what everything else works, and um, maybe stuff works. Other stuff outside the internet works differently. But you cannot pretend the internet is it's a place has the rules of the outside world to say so applied to it because it doesn't work like that. 
Do you have any uh, favourite yes yesifications? Mm, I, I have one. <laughs> okay, tell it's me. It's absolutely my favourite, but you'll have to wait to see RPS Twitter uh, account on um, Thursday, which is the, when the episode is coming out, which is, um, yeah, soon. Okay, soon for I, us, but today maybe for someone Well, listening. it depends when they're, when, yeah. whenever. They're, I'm absolutely kind of... Uh, you will I, I, love I, it. I will. I, I'm, I'm not convinced I will. I like the one of Dave Grohl. <laughs> so it's so Which funny. One? Dave Grohl standing by a barbecue. And they, they, it just looks so uh, so brilliant. It was a Yes If I Bought from November the 14th. I, which, uh, every single one there. And there's very niche-specific um, cultural events that have been yesified. Like, there's a, I don't know, one girl from Vine, like a little girl from Vine that was popular, like, 10 years ago. And then they took that image and yesified it now. And it's, it's just hilarious. I love the internet. I can't stop saying that, but I truly do. I am I am fully on board with this um, as as far as oh my god there's one of Ronald Reagan which is quite <laughs> and, oh. and and Kamala Harris and Joe Biden and oh they, yeah I, I I love our uh, our president or whatever we're so lucky to have them yeah. like, oh my god Joe Biden looks so amazing in that with like those big blue eyes and like oh he's I love the fact when people have done like very historical pictures of like Anne of Cleves and people like that it's so good as well. Um, Anyway, that that that's a beautiful thing. So that is yesification in extreme. Um, I kind of wish I, I kind of wish I'd understood more about where it came from because I was trying to find a song that that would go that would go with this. Um, and if I'd known this where it came from, I could have played like loads of sort of like uh, New York ballroom hits or something like that instead of uh, the only song I could find oh, with, with Yas was Ashley. Ashley that's Keating. my fault then. Is that well? No, it's good because I wanted to. I, I I guess I could look into it, and I want, but I wanted to have it explained. What's Ashley Keating doing saying Yas, or is that just? No reason. I don't what? know. Ashley Keating. It's the only song I could find. Ah, uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe she she watched a lot of RuPaul's episodes, RuPaul's Drag Race, and then she's like, "Yes, Queen." It's like not me. very good. Should, should we, let's have twenty seconds of it anyway. isn't great is it <laughs> oh, you like it don't you oh my god i i like it in the sense that it portrays what i was saying of the companies going like yes queen slay happy pride month it feels a little bit like that a little forced it's like on september the 11th where you get people like seven up going like have a seven up our brave you know firefighters and you're like really really that, that that's that's what you're that's what you're going with. have any brands done the yesification like yesifying the sort of i don't know uh, um, i bet they ha- the yeah i think i work. think there was um the minion movie um they they yesified the villain and then the the og account took the the picture and uh, like the verified account on twitter took the picture and were like what have you done? Yes, if I bought, <laughs> we're coming for you. <laughs> and but yeah, I, I feel like now companies um, have a lot of interns that get the internet game and they can engage with stuff like that. If, if they're listening, I'm just going to say, don't, please, just don't, <laughs> like, j- just leave it to one side. Anyway, it's been it's been a lot of fun, but time uh, as ever has uh, has has caught up. I cannot wait to see this Yasfai picture, or maybe yes, I can. Everyone, stay tuned or go to the Twitter account to see how Ben, <laughs> Johan, and I look through our Yasification. Uh, it's going to be absolutely beautiful. Um, well, yeah, uh, at Radio Primavera underscore. Yep. that's it, isn't it? Damn it, someone else got really pretty very sound, haven't um, Yeah, so so go to Twitter and uh, we'll be tweeting that. We're going to end today with uh, good Adele, weird Adele. Oh, she, she's good, but you know what I mean. This is uh, Cry Your Heart Out. We'll be back next week. When I walk in a room, I'm invisible, I feel like a ghost. All my friends keep on telling me that this feeling won't last. I swear I'm dead in the eyes I have nothing to 
I'm afraid of the idea of facing the day Radio Primavera Sound. RPS. RPS.